live on that classic attraction. Journey into imagination with Figment. This is Fish Sean Wu, tinker of magic bands. Chief Wu Wu. And I want to know. I want to know. The nation wants to know. When? When is Eli going to host this show? Listener Rex, Keith, and I have been blowing up the Twitter with hashtag Eli for host. Make it happen, my former manager, Kevin. Make it happen. Man, those skunks. He always lands on those skunks. Back to my message. The Malkin Nation wants to hear Eli host. Make it happen, guys. Make it happen. Danny, I know you'll make it happen. You'll make it happen just like Josh, Josh, Joshua beats Lee in that epic Epcot race battle. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. Why are all these people looking at me? Fish Sean Wu out. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And Lee. And Eli. And here we are on MOW number 90, guys. 90. We're a 10 away from our 100th show. And our 100th show might line up sometime in November, which might also line up with a little food and wine half marathon kind of a thing, mm -hmm. which might line up into a possible trip. We're just kind of teasing. We're, we're, we're testing the waters here. Um, and in fact, my weekends out there, guys, well, uh, you know, sh not a show of hands, but uh, shoot us an email or a message on Facebook or any of our social media things. Let us know how many of you guys are going to be down there for the Food and Wine Half Marathon. We're just curious to see, you know, because if, if, if something happens and goes down and we make this announcement very, very soon, uh, we're, we're going to have a grand old time down in the Walt Disney World. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we need to know if we need to plan for something. Yeah, we need to know how to plan for something. So if you guys are down yeah. there, if y'all just happen to be running a race or supporting somebody that's running a race or whatever, supporting Lee and Josh in their epic race. I mean, I know that's the bigger race. <laughs> so uh, I know you're going down there for that. Um, um, let us know. Shoot us an email at magicrow8gmail.com and let us know, guys. We want to know. Uh, how many more weekends are going to be down there? Uh, just happen to be for the weekend. This is what? The weekend of November 2nd or 6th or something like that? Somewhere around there? Mm. What was that? What is it? November 8th. 9th? November 8th, 8th, 9th. 9th? Yeah. It's, the, it's the weekend after the 3rd because my birthday's on November 3rd. Okay, yeah. so the weekend after the 3rd. Yeah, so more weekends. Let us know when, if anybody's going to be down there for the half marathon. This is the weekend of the 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, just give us just just a show of hands. Uh, just curious numbers, show of emails or whatever. Just wh wh where's gonna be down? There? I think Sean's gonna be down there, unless maybe he's out of town for that one weekend. But Sean might be down there. No, he's already else. agreed to host the race. He's oh, gonna, is he? He's gonna MC the race. So hope. Well, maybe he, maybe we haven't announced the date yet. Oh yeah, okay. But I would think living down there, he understands when the half marathon is gonna be. Yeah. And he's gonna be there for that. And by the way, 
Um, like he he said about having Eli host the oh, yes, show. Yes, yes. Uh, a, a couple of times when he was like, "Danny, make that happen." Um, oh. Hey, man, I, look that it's it, it's a new day. It's 2015. That issue's been decided. You can't make people do <laughs> anything they don't want to do anymore. But hey, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> but I've 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 said to look. And we've put it out there that if Eli is able, if if, if the Mawican community responds, and uh, how many issues did we say of the comic book fly off the shelves? hundred dollars uh, worth. Twenty Mawicans, but yeah, hundred dollars yeah, worth. So was like, just twenty Mawicans purchased the hard copy within one month. Yes, Eli will host. Yeah, it's, it's like, been settled. Yeah, it's like if 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 I had to be president, I need the super pack. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so it, <laughs> that was Eli's decision. That was not ours. And uh, you know, I mean, because quite frankly, we didn't know how to talk to Kevin about this. We didn't. We didn't know how to say, Kevin, the Mawican Nation is calling for your job. So oh, <laughs> that, that's fine. Go for it. <laughs> Have at it. Well, you, you know, you're not worried about your job. No, because actually, there's going to be a week that I'm going to be out next month coming up. Oh, so y'all got a month, right there. Yeah, oh, so y'all well, got a month, month yeah. exactly to do it. Because, and I'm just—I was going to throw this out there in a future show, but I might as well say it now. But yeah, I'm no uh, Little Mermaid. The Broadway production is coming to town in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So if any local or even you know in the regional area, uh, in Mississippi, Texas, or whatever, if you're coming in to see the Broadway show over at the Sanger Theater in New Orleans, uh, come by the pit, orchestra pit, and say, hey, I'll be the guy with tons of drums around me, or the other guy with tons of drums around me. Or do what Kevin used to do and pitch quarters at him while he's trying yeah, to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pay me back for doing that to the 20,000 leagues under the sea. You could throw a quarter <laughs> into the orchestra pit and hit a drum or something. Get some points in the symbol. But yeah, I'm, I'm playing, I'm booked for that show when it I've comes to town. I've got tickets to one of those shows. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Some of those quarters might be me. Yeah. So we could do a, that, we could look for a, a Little Mermaid review. How's your arm? How's your arm? Oh, it's good. Just uh, you know, I'm a little out of, out of practice. I've got a lot of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee, you got a little award from your company, man. What's going on? Would you want to tell the listeners what you got? Yeah, I was uh, out of the top, out of all the agents. I think there's 323 agents, and this is with Magical Moments Vacations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in the top 20 for sales for July. Hey! Look at that! Thank you, thank you for all the support. Thank you. Yeah, I'm curious to know how many uh, of those are Mohicans, and you know, I hope those Mohicans know that they also did support a worthy charity. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, I will tell you, uh, uh, Rick Swero. Yeah. uh, I gave him a shout out last week because one of his friends booked, but he's in Disney right now as we speak. Ah. And uh, he shared a couple of his pictures with me, and he's asked me to put them up on the page, so I'll put those up on the uh, Facebook page. Uh, later this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, share, right. share the trip with Rick. Definitely, hey, yeah. there, you go, there you go. Hey, really quick. So, like, how many people total, like, travel agents were, were they that? It was about 300. 300. So, yeah. you shot up the ranks really quick. Yeah, not bad. Not That's bad. a testament to your speed. Beware that, <laughs> Josh. Beware that. And this is calling in a throwback that Sean threw in the uh, intro about the race that's coming up in November. Right. That, you know, the, the chances are there's a good chance we'll be present for, but you know, yeah. uh, do we have a response from the Josh Camp on that? Oh, what on on Lee Speed when it comes to booking a trip? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I I would not put Josh's speed against Lee Speed in, in booking a trip because I, I use this man as my travel agent. Having said that, it's a lot easier to move your fingers than your legs. <laughs> 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 and when it comes to moving your legs. 
Josh is quick as a hiccup. <laughs> yeah, quick well. as a hiccup. I quick like as that. A hiccup. He can hiccup all he wants, but he better not blink. Quick as a cat, fast as a feline, and I ain't lying. All right, it is. Okay. All right. Just saying, this man shot up the ranks really quick, <laughs> and I'm sure those other travel ladies didn't even know what hit him. <laughs> that's that's my that's my plan, man. Just like just yeah. boom, like you're not even gonna see me coming. That's how it is. <laughs> like that's lightning, right. lightning, that's right. lightning, kaching. Right. Like you'll, you'll hear the rumble of his intestines after he eats all the food and wine. <laughs> then the lightning comes. Hey, as long <laughs> as it's <laughs> after the race, the thunder comes first. The thunder comes first. <laughs> yeah. If you need yeah. to use that extra motivation to kind of get some extra feet, you know, four yeah. eight, absolutely, do what you can. You know, it's not a performance enhancing drug, so it's all good. And any Moicans who are going to be there that want to help form a support group for Mrs. Lastavica after she <laughs> watches her husband go down in humiliating defeat, uh, just reach out to us by email and let me know. Or if you want to form a cheering section, you can go ahead and send an email on that, too, because we know. We know how it's going down that day. <laughs> we don't have to tell nobody nothing else, okay? Better secret than what the government is doing right now. Go ahead. But congratulations. That's the point. That's awesome. That is. That's Thank awesome. you, guys. And always, of course, you know, Eli, make sure you all support his comic book, his, his graphic novel, Project Geisha. Uh, we'll give you more information on that uh, as, as well. But definitely, you know, you, that, if you want him to host, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Five, five dollars, guys. We have consulted with him, and it, the timing it's, works out perfectly for when Kevin's going to be gone. And yes. It's, it's a better value than a $5 footlong. Absolutely. It's a much Absolutely. better value than a $5 You won't go to jail. No, you will not. You'll be entertained, but yeah, that... Yeah, this you is know? this five dollars will last you a long time. It will be around for a while. There you go. That five dollar foot long, you gonna eat it, poop it out. Well, you're done. You're about the book. You talking about? No, the book. You, they they'll read it while pooping the five dollar foot long. You can read the book while pooping out the five dollar. That's right. Long. No, that's a long book. That's a long poop. <laughs> hey, you know hey. if you ate a lot that day, hey, I, mm-hmm. I got you covered. Some weekends like that throne, man. They might, you know, that's like their 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 time away from everything. Kevin goes <laughs> at least three times a day, so I'm sure he could be able to. I can fit. cover some books. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, well, I'll you, do that. You go six times a day. That's that's ten pages of sitting. That that sounds good and, to me. Yeah, that's a good page. That's a healthy pace. You know, yeah, empties it out. So empties it out. So try guys, to, try to get you the value. That's right. Let's, <laughs> let, let's take care of some business. <laughs> Thought we just said. <laughs> <laughs> guys, the New Orleans, uh, the Magic Army Podcast is New Orleans-based Disney fan podcast. We are artistic buffs talking this. Guys, look, we, we just know our stuff, right? Yeah, this is, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. We cover everything in the Disney universe. We're a discussion podcast. We cover art. We cover movies. We cover comic books. We cover theme parks. We cover planning. We could do that, too. Uh, we cover the Broadway shows. Who's doing that? No, we are. Yeah. So anyway, listen to us. That's why you listen to us, man. And we also encourage you guys to be just as creative as we are, man. We want you to create your own things, create your intros, create any fan artwork, whatever you want to do. It's all up to you, Mouikens. We want to see your inner artist come alive. Find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast from social media links to merchandise at magicourway.com. That's where you can find everything from our social media links to our shop to interesting little bios of your hosts. MagicRWay.com is a place to be. All right, guys. So here we are on Magic Our Way podcast number 90. And today we got a little bit of guest services. We got a little bit of the queue. And we got a little convention that happened this past weekend called D23. And we're going to be talking about some aspects regarding that. So... Enough of the jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Yes, sir. That's a sound you hadn't heard in a while. Guess because it's Q time here. We're back to our normal format show. 
and you know uh, very clean Seville you know as opposed to our last episode that we just released which is our first ever explicit show and I'm sure there'll be more I hope you enjoyed (laughs) that Um, if you happen to just out of curiosity if you happen to buy that Mouse Against Morality and you play it with your friends let us know what you think we we gave you our thoughts on what we thought about that game and that version of the Cards Against Humanity expansion pack we want to know what you guys think about that should you play it but anyway there is a news article that uh, I might have overlooked. I don't know when it came out. I forget. Uh, I heard it on another show, and then I read it on a bunch of websites. One of my favorite restaurants, Garden Grill. You, f- uh, you familiar with that from the land? The oh, little absolutely. rotating restaurant? Chip I love that restaurant. Chip and Dale. That's my two favorite Chip characters. Chip and Dale. has got the Mickey, Pluto. No, it's not. Yeah, Dumbo. It is. Dumbo's your favorite character. Well, Dumbo's my favorite attraction in movie, but like character, character. You, don't, you can't even. There's no Dumbo in the park to meet. There used to be. Well, there, there should be. There yeah, should there be. was. No. Y- did you know that? Did you know there used to be a Dumbo? Before my time. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, you're the same age as <laughs> yeah, us, yeah, man. No, I remember no, the Dumbo no, no. in the park. In fact, you're older than us. Yeah, <laughs> but when did I start going to the parks? I don't know. When That's did you uh, difference? I didn't go to the parks until my kids were like five years old. So, uh, so he's like a Disney teenager. Yeah. And we're like Disney grandpas. At least I'm a Disney So teenager. Dumbo's your favorite. Do you have no affinity to that, to, to that movie whatsoever? You just like things that go round and round in a circle? No, I like the movie. That's the reason why I like the attraction. But <laughs> so I'm saying you the like actual, the character, the characters. I like the my characters. I like the, when I see them in the parks. It's Chippendale. Okay. Oh, uh, so right. the ones that are actually so, present. Yeah, you're a yeah. big fan of Chippendale. Your favorite yeah. character is Dumbo, but when you see a character, it's Chippendale. Yeah. All the, right. Pop quiz. To meet in the park. Pop quiz. How can you tell it's Chip? Uh, one of them's got a black nose. One's got a red nose. One's got a chocolate chip nose. That's and right. w- w- well, one's got buck teeth as well, like with the little gap, the yep. David Letterman look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Good, good, good. Very good. Very good. You, you work. You can be on the show still. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks. All right. But anyway, yeah. So this restaurant, Garden Grill, I love it. It rotates. It's in the land. One of my favorite See, pavilions in Epcot. It yep. spins around. There just you go. Like Dumbo. <laughs> Damn. There you go. <laughs> Why is that not your favorite attraction? <laughs> and yeah, it's got food. It should be. It spins and it has food. That, should be, that should be my favorite. But attraction. up until this time, they only did dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and starting on November eighth of this year, they're going to start doing lunch and breakfast, dude. I'm freaking psyched. Mm. I, I just heard about this, and sorry if I'm late to the party, but allow me to rejoice in the fact that one of my favorite restaurants is going to be doing some breakfast things, guys. Um, they're going to do breakfast from 8 to 10.30, and they're going to do lunch from 11.30 to 3. And, of course, dinner's a normal time starting at 4. And, of course, that stuff, you know, at dinner time they serve the normal foods. But uh, just to kind of give you an idea of what's going to happen, um, all three meal periods are going to have Pluto, Chip and Dale, and Farmer Mickey. So that's, you know, you're going to have the same characters as you would dinner as you would at breakfast or lunch. So that's a good thing. If you have trouble getting in there for dinner, you know, this is a good option. Um, for breakfast, they, they call this a Chip and Dale Breakfast Harvest Feast. You can look for things like, you know, standard breakfast fare, like biscuits, gravy, scrambled eggs, crispy bacon, Mickey waffles, and they have a signature item. Chipmunk on a stick. Chip, <laughs> well, it's actually called <laughs> Chip Sticky Bun Bake. I like Lee's term yeah, better. that's much better. Chip on a stick? Yeah. <laughs> Versus the Sticky Bun Bake? Yeah. 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 That's well. the new Jared Fogle. <laughs> Who would have thought such an inexplicable success story would just blow up like this? It's going to be on Lifetime. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, there will be a... Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So lunch, they're going to kind of do the same thing as around dinner. You got your uh, all-you-care-to-enjoy uh, all favorites, but they'll also have 
uh, a living with the land harvest inspired farmer salad, which uses greens from the attraction, mm. and a lot more. So uh, a lot of these prices you can get. Breakfast is going to be about thirty bucks, twenty nine ninety nine, but you know, for adult and. Seventeen ninety nine for a kid. Lunch is going to be thirty four ninety nine and per adult and twenty dollars for a kid. Nineteen ninety nine for a kid. But I'm I'm pretty excited, man. This is something I'd definitely consider trying out because it's one of my favorite restaurants. It's in the land. You know, if you happen to get a fast pass for Storm later that morning, you go get into the park at Rope Drop, get your breakfast, get in the line at Soaring. You know, let it digest and everything else. I'm sorry. How much was that for breakfast again? Breakfast, they're saying it's gonna be. I'm sorry, seventeen ninety nine is what you said for kids. Yeah, twenty nine ninety nine for adults, adults. plus tax. That's, yeah. that's pretty average for a character meal. But though. it's all you can eat. Yeah, it's a buffet. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a buffet. Mm-hmm. This is a buffet, family style serve. So the buffet comes to you. Oh, there you go. So oh, they serve you the buffet. Yeah. And they yeah. Say, hey, I want some extra eggs. Exactly. Bacon with that, exactly. some sauce. Better make that snappy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And then all you get right. pictures. Yeah. So instead of you going to the buffet, they'll bring you plates of food. And it's done family style, so what? like Ooh. a platter of bacon, platter of biscuits and gravy, all this kind of mm. stuff. I'm, you know, I wonder if they, they even have sticky your buns for you. Well, sticky buns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was worried. I thought it was another Nautilus thing. No, so no. Like, oh, oh, man. Yeah. If you can eat thirty dollars worth of breakfast, I'm pretty sure I, I freaking can. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That'd be my meal thing. That'd be cushion. For the drinking around the world. You know? But I was going to say, you have to spin me around that restaurant a lot of times, make me spend $30. It was just like a Denny's breakfast. But since it's a buffet, it's I a buffet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you ain't got to get up. It comes to you. How I'm, about that? I'm with that. I'm cool with that. I, just, a- I was like, wait, you know, a pancake and then some eggs. And grits is thirty dollars. Like, hold up a second. No, uh, you get oh. your Mickey waffles. That's yeah. a cool thing too. Okay, yeah. I, I, which you can get Chef Mickey's and other places too. But this one, I guess you can get as many Mickey waffles as you want. Yeah, yeah, you better. Look it up. Yeah, you better. I think that's. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. So that starts November eighth. Oh um, man, we'll be there. I know. Be- you might have to look into that, man. Might have to, have to, might have to look into that. That's the plan. Yeah, right. uh, write not, a list. I'm gonna write a list. November eighth on the plate. I'm just handing the character. There you go. Oh, man. Well, we, we taking you to restaurant of Curtis. Oh, uh, Marrakesh. Yeah. Marrakesh. Oh, well, no, no. Marrakesh is for dinner. But for breakfast? Oh, Akershus. Okay, with the yeah, princesses. Oh, the princesses. The princesses. You guys, are like five good. princesses. Mm-hmm. Five princesses. Yeah. Five princesses, yeah, y'all yes. just leave me there. I'm good. The first morning, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah, a restaurant Akershus. And then in the evening, uh-huh. restaurant Marrakesh. Yeah. With you know what's a restaurant in Marrakesh? Yeah, Lee just gave it away. What? Oh, was I not supposed to? Well, I was going to build it up to something more sexy. No, it's okay. Just throw it out there. Just throw it out there. Oh, they got a belly dancer. Really? They got belly dancers yeah. at the restaurant Marrakesh. And some killer food out here. I hear the food's pretty damn but good. I was, I was sold at belly dancer. <laughs> yeah? Is that yeah. worth $30? Depends on how she dances. <laughs> well, it's Disney. I'm sure they dance really good. I hope so. For $30. Does yeah. she serve you the breakfast and the, and the meal on the plate too? No, this is dinner. Did she serve you the dinner on the plate? And like dessert. Too? No, I don't know. Maybe. Hey, make that happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this Talk is the greatest <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> Talk to your traveling. Hook <laughs> <laughs> it up. There you go. Leave Las Vegas. Las Vegas travel. Well, I will say this. I mean, I like the fact that, okay, they're adding this breakfast. They added breakfast to be our guest. Yeah. They added brunch to Chef Mickey's. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're really doing a lot to add to the dining experiences, which, you know, I've always... Enjoy most of the dining experiences at Disney, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's hard to get them. You know, and yeah, this so is this true. Gives, just gives you more options. Yeah, well, you know, the, all the changes that they made to the dining plan that we covered before. I mean, all those were positive. I yeah. thought so. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad to see that they're offering more and more dining options. Yeah, 
It's good. Yeah. More the merrier. It's not fun. Like I, I always tell Kevin, do the dining plan. It's not as fun without being able to go to That's the restaurants. True. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm realizing that now. And it's like, you're right. That's totally part of the experience. Yeah. 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 When in Rome, man. When in Rome. At least you got to make that happen. That way we can move you up from 20 to at least, you know, eight. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. That yeah, we can yeah. do that. We, we can do that. Chance and stuff. You got it. We can get Same. you up to number one unless Josh decides to be a travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> With a magic moment. He'll, he'll get there faster. <laughs> the great travel agent race. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, no. It's the sequel. <laughs> we haven't even started the prequel. It's like Sharknado, but better. <laughs> All right, guys. Winds, 80 miles per hour. Pressure, 990 millibars. Moving west-northwest at 10 miles per hour, headed straight to Toy Story Mania. We have a thing called Hurricane Danny in the Gulf. Or not in the <laughs> Gulf, but in the Caribbean, actually. He's still in the Caribbean, but by the time the show comes out, he might be in the Gulf. Who knows he where he's going? He might be on shore by then. Dude. Hurricane Dan- Danny, man. You, did you pull out the storm to take out... Toy Story Mania? Is that what's going on here, man? No, I'm just trying to take out Hollywood Studios in general. (laughs) I I want that whole thing gone at this point. Just Just take it offline. (laughs) Get everything in there at once. Open it up at full speed. No reason to limp this thing along as half a park. Just just take the whole thing out. You're you're helping with the the renovation renovation of of said park, yeah? Right, for the benefit of the fans. Because, I mean, yeah. Look, I, I want them to keep Muppets. Muppets will be spared in my wake. This is true. Yeah, yes. I like that. I like that. Yes. It's kind of like, it's kind of like you know, the, the Passover, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and draw like a picture of Kermit on the door. That's yeah. right. Passes right. Jim, Jim Henson, you know, a little, a little thing of Jim Henson on the door. And it'll That's pass right, right by. Mm-hmm. You totally fuck Frank Oz, you know. Frank Oz I is there it. just waving him down. Right. No, so Danny. That, that's what happens when the insurance company comes by and say, "What was this? Was this an active guy? I know it was an active daddy. See, like no Muppet got hurt or in the store. <laughs> no Muppets were hurt in this Sharknado. Yeah. <laughs> so be aware of that I, I got a tweet in earlier today. It says, uh, uh, "This is actually from listen, uh, Disney Thanksgiving, you know." So listener X, he says, "Tell Danny and Magic Railway to stop causing ruckus. Hurricane Danny now moving into an area of higher wind shear soon." So. But, if if I know anything about uh, Danny, uh, the hurricane, it, it'll come fast, it'll come furious, and it'll be done in about two minutes. <laughs> Ready for a nap. <laughs> but, if, you know, if you watched Sean's commercial about Cialis and you took those pills, you would have been all right. Well, that depends. <laughs> I don't need to go long. Two minutes is fine. <laughs> it just blows hard. Yeah. Is basically, the, is, is the thing. You ever watch a YouTube clip? If you go longer than two minutes, you're bored. You're bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, hopefully everybody else is safe that's around there. But, you know. Yeah. No, no. Hurricane no. Daddy will look out for him. That's right. Absolutely. Hurricane Daddy. Yeah. So if you see him coming down, say, hey, he'll give you a little artwork. He'll give you a little hey. Yeah. Just, yeah. Give, just give Hurricane Daddy a lapu lapu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he'll be happy. He'll be happy. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the hub. And we have a heck of a hub for you today because not only do we have us four here in New Orleans in the studio, but we decided to bring on some friends. You've heard us on their show, you've heard some of them our weekends on their show. But for the first time on somebody else's show, you have. The one, the only, BTM podcast, the Behind the Magic podcast. Guys, I'm talking about Zeke and Rachel. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Rachel, you want to go first? 
Take your time. Think about it. <laughs> I was worried there for a second. Like, no. how you do it? No. Like, nobody okay. answered. Yeah, I'm doing great. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's a little delay. So we, we just got to allow time oh, for them. Uh, it, it was a delay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, here, I'm hearing oh, them. That's yeah, my okay, fault. Yeah. I, I'm doing better than Rachel is doing. Mm. Oh, what? That's good. That's is that, good. Is that because you're an hour ahead? Yeah, no, I'm just always doing better than Rachel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, right. Wow, wow. So nice. It's on, huh? Rachel. <laughs> there's love. What's wrong, Rachel? <laughs> you're the second best, Rachel. It's okay to be number two. <laughs> Ra- Rachel, what's wrong? Why are you not happy? I, I am very happy. I don't know what Zeke is talking about. You know what's going to happen when this is over? She'll be like, I'm, I'm going to tell you this up. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not doing as well as... I may be the antagonist of the Oh, group? the antagonist. Oh, okay. So, guys, we, uh, we want to have a little chat here, man. There's a... A little convention out in Anaheim called D23 that happens every once in a while. What's that? I don't know. D20. What is D23? I thought it was Mighty Ducks 23. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a new Eminem side group. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. I was like, yeah, it was like, what, D21? Uh, so anyway, all right, Star Wars. Star Wars Land is coming to uh, the Disney World and Disneyland Resorts, guys. Uh, have you all heard this? Have you all heard this? What's Star Wars? Star Wars is uh, <laughs> yes. that thing with Captain Kirk and all that business. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. Awesome. Live long and prosper. I think that we just was directed by J.J. Abrams. Oh, <laughs> that's true. You're right. It was. That's right. Yeah, we just made a lot of uh, Trekkies and Star Wars people angry. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. It People's heads are exploding mm-hmm. right there now. There goes those downloads. That's okay. No, uh, we, yes, we a lost. long, long time away in a galaxy far away. They will finally establish D23. <laughs> the Boom. E- a life where the Ewoks and the Klingons get along with each other, live yeah. together, in harmony. Yeah, yeah. What? Until until the lady from Alias shows up, <laughs> and it seals all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Star Wars Land's coming. Have y'all heard this? Have y'all heard all the things? Yes, we've yet? heard all about yes. Star Wars Land. We are yes. ready to talk about it. Do y'all have any opening statements regarding to anything that has happened on this weekend? This past weekend regarding Star Wars. Anybody, any thoughts? Oh, feelings. It's going to take forever to build. Yes. That's, yeah. That's my thing. I'm with, I'm with her yeah. on that. I'm, I'm a little... Um, I'm happy. I'm happy that it was announced. But um, I'm a little bit... Um, I was a little bit disheartened by the fact that they're going to be taking us to a place that, we've, that, that doesn't really exist in the canon of the Star Wars. Like, I was loving the idea that I'd seen kind of floating out there before that... And maybe that was my fault for allowing myself to get sucked into the idea that there would be like a Dagobah and a Death Star. And, but now to know that we're kind of going to a, a fictional world... Well, they're all fictional worlds, but to know that we're going <laughs> to a planet that ha- we have not yet seen. And then, because like when I saw it, I'm like, well, that's kind of like a little bit of a mix of Endor and Naboo and tattooing. But this is kind of, I was kind of hoping for, you know, like there'd, there'd be several distinct little offshoots, you know, like this is the, you know, the Hoth section or the tattooing section or whatever like that. But um, so I was a little disheartened by that. But uh, at the same time, I mean, Star Wars, what do you, can, how can you, how can you hate on it? Yeah. I mean, if they can do it as good as they did Cars Land, if they can interpret, you know, Star Wars as good as they did Cars Land, it's going to be ridiculous. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm obviously looking forward to it. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Um, like you said, yes, it's going to take a while to do it. But I mean, first of all, Please, anything to fix Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm trying to... 
Hurricane Danny's working on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so heading over there. So there's <laughs> yeah. that, but um, you know, I mean, and there's, I mean, the, what is there now? There's basically Star Tours and uh, the little speeder you can take a picture on. So Toy Story, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, about as that far part, as yeah. what, what's represented in the parks in the Jedi training, and that's pretty much it. So, you know, I'm definitely want to see what they can do with it. Yeah, and I was listening to one of y'all's shows. I think, Rachel, the Hollywood Studios was your favorite park at one point, and then they had to change due to everything that's going on. Do I have, did I remember that correctly? It was my favorite part. They took out they took out Animation Academy, which was probably, like, the number one thing that I liked most about it. So, yeah, Epcot has eked its way. It was a close second anyway, so it, it's made its way back to my first. Yeah. Ra- Rachel, can I ask you a question real quick? Maybe. <laughs> She well, listens to the show. <laughs> you know, you can tell she's been. <laughs> you tell she's been hosting with Zeke. She's already suspicious. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> no, I was just gonna ask you. You said Animation Academy. Now, like when I first visited that park, that was back when it was a working animation studio. Did you visit it when it was that, or have you always known it as the um, Hollywood Studios? Yeah, it's the Hollywood Studios. So you're talking about like MGM when it was still yeah, well, named well, MGM Studios? Yeah. When it was MGM, but not just when it was MGM. I'm sure she's, she's been there when it was MGM, but I'm talking about like when oh. it was a working studio where the, the next Disney film... Like, oh, when the yeah. backlot tour was like three hours long and exactly. stuff like that? Yeah. When you would go back over there and you would watch them and drawing Hunchback. I remember seeing that. Yeah. I do. I remember Long time that. ago. Yeah. I had remembered like going when it was still called MGM because before a couple episodes, like a, a little while ago, I would always call it MGM and Zeke would get mad at me and it was, it was I would call it, I would then start calling it that just to annoy him, but <laughs> I was never there when they were actually animating, which was really disappointing, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Okay, just curious. I mean, Metro yeah. Goldwyn Meyer Studios. Yes. So wh- what about you, Zeke? Were yep. you there when, when the, the Backlots tour was actually something of substance? That's debatable, but I was there when the animation <laughs> studio was something of uh, of substance when they were drawing things. Yes, yes. But I don't ever remember the Backlot Tour being much better than it is, but... You didn't like the Golden Girls house? <laughs> the soundstage walkthrough? Hey, that was, that was Nickelodeon TV land. I was always, like, confused as to why it wasn't in Universal Studios. Zeke, you ever watch the Golden Girls? Yeah, it used to be on TV Land all the time. All right. It still comes on. TV on Land. TV Land? Yeah, it's a marathon. Yeah. It comes on Sundays. Thing. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah. All right, so back to Star Wars, guys. Okay. Um, we're, we're talking about... Uh, this. Is, I'm reading the scripture from the Disney Parks blog thing. It says uh, they got ambition... <laughs> the scripture? I'm, nice. re- I'm reading the scripture. The book of Disney blog. Uh, the Disney blog. The gospel according to... The gospel to- according to <laughs> Iger. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise, yes. baby. Praise be to Mickey. Praise, Praise be to baby Roy. Mickey. Uh, <laughs> All right, so they're saying uh, ambitious <laughs> plans. The disciple goofy. Uh, all right, so it says ambitious plans to bring Star Wars to life, and the two parks include creating Disney's largest single theme land expansion ever at 14 acres each, transporting guests to a never-before-seen planet, a remote trading port, and one of the last stops before Wild Space, where Star Wars characters and their stories come to life. Mm-hmm. How does that make y'all feel? Um, I would say here's what I would say about it. Uh, as I as I uh, remarked previously, like I said, I would have rathered uh, see a couple of different lands that are already in existence, as opposed to a fictional land brought out of nothing. But um, at the same time, uh, I. I I'm excited for it. I mean, I love the idea that everybody within the park, the the, the cast members working it, are all going to be in costume and in character the entire time. 
I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know that... I mean, obviously, everybody's kind of in character to an extent. You go meet a princess and, you know, you ask her what time it is and she's got to pretend like she doesn't have a cell phone or a watch or anything like that because of... Um, the area you're at. You, right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, to kind of see that on a larger scale within the actual park itself where everyone's kind of playing a role within that, that grander story, I, I, I like it. I'm... I'm I'm happy for what they're doing. Um, you know, I would have, I still would have wanted a, a Death Star, but you take what you can get. Yeah, I, I'm like in my mind, I'm envisioning like, okay, so in the movies where you see they're always like just walking around wherever air they are, and there's just all kinds of weird aliens walking back mm-hmm. and forth, and then someone just shoots somebody out of nowhere, you know, stuff like that. Like, are they gonna have like gunfight, like laser fights in the streets and? Kind of like Frontierland, like where yeah. they got the gunfights yeah, in Frontierland? Something like that. You know? Sure, like why not? Alien just like getting an argument and just one chops over the other one's hand. Who shot first? <laughs> Who shot first? Yeah, something like that. I mean, that would be crazy, right? Just walking down the street and just different aliens. Stormtroopers stop you. And yeah. Ask you, oh, ask for yeah. your ID. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got kind of like uh, Eli's shooting gallery or, uh, idea from last from a couple of shows ago. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. What if it's, as long as it's interactive, I think that's the... That would be the key for me. You know, yeah. I don't remember which listener uh, it was of ours that suggested this, but I mean, d- did you see like okay, so one of the other one of the main attractions that they're going to have is the um, what did they call it, Kevin? Can you? Oh yeah, they, 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 I didn't have a name on this one, but they said there's, there's, they're going to put you on a Star Wars adventure to put you in the middle of, between the climactic battle between the First Order and the Resistance. You uh-huh. know, one <clears throat> of our listeners had suggested at one point in time to do that, you know, um, a la laser tag. Oh, where yeah, 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 where yeah. you, gotcha. uh, yeah, y'all could go ahead and sign up a la laser tag and just, you know, have this themed battlefield where the kids run in with their, you know, phaser. No, I'm, I'm thinking Star Phasers. Trek. <laughs> <laughs> your laser rifles and your laser, whatever you walk Don't in there with. the streams. <laughs> it's all J.J. Abrams. And, you know, it is kind of hard to keep them separate. But, um, yeah, like... Uh, that's. I thought that would be a really great idea uh, for something there. So I'm kind of curious as to what that's going to be because you're already getting a simulator style attraction. I'm assuming with the uh, with the with the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious as to what that's going to be, and I think that would be a great idea if that's what it actually turned out to be is a, a large themed laser tag style. Uh, you know, shoot them arena kind of thing. Oh, that'd yeah. be good for birthday parties. They'll make a kill it off of that alone. <laughs> Are you kidding? The little Johnny's like, hey, we're going to go ahead to Disney. We're going to have a big, you know, Rebel versus Empire party. I but mean, I don't want to be on the dark side. But you get to shoot people, little Johnny. <laughs> Either way, you get a lightsaber. And a birthday cake. <laughs> a stormtrooper serves it to you. Yeah, yeah that, I think that's good. Uh, you know, that's a good way to be very inclusive. Yeah. With the customer base. I am surprised. I mean, we're very early on in this whole thing, but I am surprised that you don't... Like, there's really only been two attractions that have been announced for this, right? Yeah. For the, being a whole land, two attractions is all we really got. One's a Millennium Falcon-style simulator. Or, or I guess Star Tours is kind of folded into this yeah. as well, though. Yeah, they'll have those... I guess those three, and then they have the uh, the cantina thing, and I'm sure an eatery. Of some mm-hmm. sort in a shop, you know, trading port of some sort of some kind of thing. Well, they have the cantina again, which is kind of odd because you're gonna have the the cantina from Tatooine, but you're not on Tatooine. Yeah, it's a little weird. 
Well, I know in Disneyland they're going to have, they're saying they're going to have the Season of the Force, which is like, a, I guess, an overlay of Space Mountain called Hyperspace Mountain. Hyperspace Mountain. Well, they're yeah. going to, Season of the Force is going to kind of be like like a Star Wars weekend kind of thing, I believe. Yeah. And they're going to do kind of a similar thing in Orlando as well, except it's going to be like a, um, like a fireworks presentation that they're going to do with the music of Star Wars set to fireworks. Yeah. In yeah. the parks. So, my question to you guys. Um, Harry Potter, Star Wars. Is this the answer to offset the Harry Potter stuff that Universal's been going? I would say yes, except for, is it going to be the right age bracket? Like, the, the trick is going to be, will the younger kids and really connect when the new Star Wars movies come out? And that remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like, like I, have, I could care less about Harry Potter personally. Uh, just not my thing. I don't, you know, I'm probably too old for it, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Star Wars excites me, but with someone that that's the same age range that would appreciate Harry Potter, are they going to appreciate Star Wars? And I think it remains to be seen until the movies come out. Until, until then, we won't know. On a personal level, I, I, I think Harry Potter, if, if I had a choice between the two, I'd rather go visit Harry Potter. Yeah. I would. Just because, I, again, I'm visiting a land that exists within the Harry Potter universe. I can go to Diagon Alley. I can go to Hogsmeade. I can go to the, cast, uh, the Hogwarts. That kind of thing. I'm going to a place that doesn't you know, exists within the Star Wars canon. It'd be one thing, like I said, if I get to explore the Death Star, or I get to explore um, Dagobah. There you go. The cloud, mean, cloud Planet. Whatever it is, yeah, that cloud I get city dining in dining in Cloud City. Mm-hmm. I could do that. Yeah, watch it spin. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Harry Potter is just more of a world in and of itself. Having said that, I'm more of a Star Wars fan than I am a Harry Potter fan. So. <sighs> I think this will bring people into Disney parks that aren't even Disney fans, to be quite honest with you. I think this is going to um, overreach beyond what you're going to get out of um, your typical... I, I think you're going to have people t- who are not Mickey and Minnie fans taking yeah. trips to Disney World just to see this. So I think it's a win. Um, do I... You know, If you're asking me what personally I would rather do... It'd but you prob- can say the same thing about Harry Potter, too. Yeah, that's true, too. You're right. Because you know, there's a lot of people that probably aren't into big roller coasters and stuff like that. But as soon as Harry Potter came, they're like, we're going to Universal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to check this out. We got to go get a wand. We got to get yeah. <clears throat> butter yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it depends, too. When this movie comes out, I mean, I, I agree to the sense of uh, the movie comes out. We haven't seen it yet. If it's not the lands that we know of, then you're going to be like, hey, kids. Come check this out. I love this movie. So you're basically taking the kids and then you're hooking them on Star Wars, but it's a new Star Wars. So it's almost for them for when they get older and then they can afford to go to the parks. They take their kids. So it's almost like kind of like skipping our generation in a sense. But to answer your question, um, put like this. I have a snake that I didn't decide to take the snake, but, you know, my daughter gave me the snake and she wanted to name the snake Nagini. I was like, why? I don't know why you want to name the snake that. And she's like, it's Harry Potter. I'm like, I'm naming the snake Weston. That's it. <laughs> so that's, that's just from somebody that's you know hasn't really seen any of the Harry Potter movies and stuff like that. But if you said, hey, let's name the snake Yoda, I'd have gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. Some of the, the my nephew, my niece, my uh, godson, all of them, none of them really are. Are looking forward to it. I, I asked them about Star Wars. Y'all, y'all you know, looking forward to it? And like, I guess. 
Right. They don't really seem to be all that. I'm wondering if is is it just a function of our generation or the generations that came around ours? Uh, are young children really looking forward to this? I think that I think the key is is that it it caters towards the older generation remembering what Star Wars was like for them as a kid and dragging their children to go. Yeah, see it. because you can afford <laughs> yeah. you can afford to take the kid to the to the park and expose them to that whole experience but that ignores an entire generation that took that's their what kids, i was saying yeah but it ignores the entire generation uh, that took their kids to go see the prequels and were burned and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right bunch of kids walking around that are now in their you know early 20s like thanks dad <laughs> that sucks They're like well you want a car don't you <laughs> come see this you know that's what I hope that they don't do. Because I hope they don't just drown it in nostalgia so that it's just for that generation. Because, yeah, it wasn't my generation to watch the movies when they came out, but I still watch them with my parents. So I hope they have a way to incorporate the new three movies to make it more interesting for the generation that is watching them as they come out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that, that was the point I was making. Is like, if the movies are good... And the new generation connects with that, then they're gonna. It's gonna be ridiculous. Rachel, yeah. uh, Harry Potter or Star Wars? What's your preference? Star Wars. Okay. Zeke. Zeke. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> but I do want to add to your. Uh, yeah, like you guys didn't know. Oh, we're pretty sure <laughs> you yeah. guys knew that. If one. we had the bit money, we would have won some money. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. But I do have to disagree with your statement. I have three nephews, and yeah, maybe some kids aren't excited. But with the Lego Star Wars franchise being as huge and popular as it is, oh, good point. That's a whole generation that is so excited. And one of my nephews, who I spend a lot of time with, he watched every single one, the old ones and the new ones, and it was great because he loved the lightsaber f- fights in the first ones. He like was confused because we watched them in chronological order, not in release order. So he's like, you know, it's like. Why did Obi Wan, you know, start sucking with a lightsaber? And Darth Vader starts sucking with a lightsaber. That is awesome. <laughs> so it's uh and, and he, he calls it straight as it is. And we were we were watching him and so we've then since moved on. He plays the game still, he hundred percented them, and then he kinda got done with them after they were hundred percented. But then we're at the movies and we're watching Ant Man. And all of a sudden the preview for Star Wars comes on and he's watching it and he's seen it. And he was, uh, you know, he was excited. He wants to see it. He loves Star Wars as a franchise. Han Solo comes on. And he just knows him from the video game. And he watched the movies afterwards. And he just goes, Hans is in this one. And Chewbacca. <laughs> and he was just so excited for the movie just to see them. That's oh. amazing. So I, I do think some younger people will associate with it, especially with those video game franchises that have bridged the gap. And it wasn't just them. You know, there were a lot of different Star Wars video games that have been amazing. You know, and and that's that's a great point in, in that. And I've heard that, like, uh, yeah, I, I like watching wrestling here to there. And a lot of the old school wrestlers, like, will say that kids will come up to them and say, "Hey, oh my God, you're um, uh, Ric Flair." I played you in WWE 2K6, <laughs> and that's why I love you so much, but never was around when he wrestled. And it's, it's funny that kids would get into Star Wars through Lego Star Wars as opposed to, and you know, 
having you know come up on the movies themselves. I mean, that, it's, it's kind of unique. Yeah, but that's where you kind of bridge the two arguments. Yes, you know, because if it wasn't for you know the the older generation pumping the money into the Star Wars franchise and you know the games and everything like that, like I think I played. Um, shoot, what's the one for PlayStation Three where you you get to be like an apprentice to like uh, like you get to fight Darth Vader stuff like that's like the Force Awakens or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, like Force Awakens. Yeah, that was an awesome game. Once it gets to that point where you get to interact, which we didn't get to do as kids, we just got to watch them on the screen. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole new world. But if you, as an older person, doesn't say, "Hey, kid," you know. Put that uh, put that football away for a second. Come check this out. Come hang out with your old man or your you know your cousin, your uncle, however, you know they're still not exposed to that. You know that's the stuff that they remember because they're sitting there with you, um, you know, wrestling you or or you know, watching the movie with you. That's in a different form than what you've seen before. So they they both are still connected in that way, and I guess they would hope that when this new movie comes out, it bridges a gap. But then once the ride comes out, they're like, that guy's too old to get on that ride. Come on, kid. You know, go ahead and ride that roller coaster or fly that Millennium Falcon. Oh, well, let's see. I, you know, I think this is a, it's, if they had to answer with something, this would be the logical thing to answer with uh, versus the Harry Potter things versus the Star Wars stuff. Um, I like them both. I know my kids, my kids are into Harry Potter right now at the moment. Um, and that's partly my fault because I haven't really showed them. <laughs> the Star Wars, Wars stuff yet. They kind of saw the, the cartoon that's on TV right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Did it uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, I was well, on, on the Disney Channel or a Disney XD. Not the Clone Wars or something. Yeah. Clone Wars, that's it. Clone Wars. Oh, the yeah, Rebels. Yeah. Oh, the Rebels. Oh. Yeah, there's the Rebels now too. Yeah, so they started watching kind of that. So they're starting to get into it. Uh, they really like Miles from Tomorrowland, so they're, they're getting into that little space. At least the oldest is getting into the whole little space thing, spaceships and stuff. So you know, eventually, you know, when I feel like they're ready, they're worthy, ready, ready for it, I'm gonna turn them on to the whole Star Wars thing, you know, and, and kind of. As far as Harry Potter versus Star Wars thing goes, you know, yeah, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I grew up a lot with it. Um, with Star Wars is always with me. I, I do enjoy Harry Potter. You know, I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, I'm anxious to see the, the quality at which Disney's gonna bring the Star Wars lands to life. There's a lot of buzz. It's you know, even the Disney community or the, even the Universal community, um, like the Orlando Informer guys on their podcast, they, you know, they, they talk about details and stuff and how uh, much work they put or Universal put into the, uh, the Harry Potter world and everything else. And so I'm looking to see what Disney does. And Disney's going to do a great job, but I'm anxious to see what it, uh, what it comes out looking, you know, when, in the final product, especially since they got all these other projects that announced like Toy Story Land, Avatar Land, all this kind of business that's happening out. Um, they got a lot of ores in the water at the moment. So, yeah. you know, I know they're going to do a ju- good job. I know it's going to take uh, some time. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm just eager, you know, God willing, you know, I, I should be alive when it all comes to fruition. Right? That's what I was saying. It, it just seems like every conversation goes back to, well, is this their answer to Harry Potter? Is this their answer to Harry Potter? Is this their I mean, that was supposed yes. to be Avatar Land was supposed mm-hmm. to be their answer to Harry Potter. Everyone's like Avatar Land's getting the least amount of play out of oh, this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like um, it goes Star Wars, Toy Story Land, and then Avatar is like third maybe. What do you mean, blue people? <laughs> so I mean, what is Avatar anymore? My nephews make fun of me, like because I said something about it, and they're like, "What? What is Avatar?" Like they don't even have a clue. That was a movie that like was big 
for them was forever ago or not even in their lifetime. Yeah. That's that's just true. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure there's a generation of kids that grew up that never seen that movie. Well, and then, but that's the thing—they're banking on the success of the second and third Avatar movies that will be coming out um, sometime in the future. I, I would suppose when so. Star Wars Land opens, yeah, yeah, they'll have two places in the park where you can meet aliens. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's there's just a whole another generation that sees Avatar as, is in a whole different light because it was a it was a TV show before. The movie came out. Yeah, it was a uh, TV show about a different. Uh, uh, I can't think of what the word is, but I just think it's funny how how different it it can be viewed from different generations. What do y'all think of Avatar Land? Wait, what was the TV show? No, he she's talking about a TV, TV show that wasn't Avatar, the James Cameron version. It was a, a anime kind of thing, right? It was like a Pokemon type thing. Yeah. Yeah. What? No, <laughs> that Avatar was the Airbender, not the <laughs> yeah, blue that, thing. There you go. That yeah, one. exactly. The Airbender yeah, no, thing. Isn't Avatar Land about the blue people? Yes, it I, is about the blue people. Yeah. Oh wait, you yeah, talking about the, the last Airbender? Wasn't anything to do yeah. with the blue people? Yeah, I agree <laughs> yeah, with you. I him. know the cartoon people are up in arms about the blue people. It oh, was crazy no. when the movie first came out. Oh, because they thought they stole it from them. Oh mm-hmm. no, no, no! When two podcast hosts co-hosts start fighting, you don't get in the middle of it. <laughs> you I'm let sorry. them work it out. <laughs> Do your thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. You be friends to both of them. If it was, <laughs> if it was going to be an Airbender land like that Avatar, then that would be awesome. You know, and I would be all in. Thank you. I'd but be more was blue people that had one movie, and it's like what? Mm-hmm. It was did what? well. Oh. I'm with Zeke on this. It one. actually did really well. What did <laughs> what the, the yeah, blue people did. movie? Oh yeah, it did. And every movie that had one movie that did really well ended up having a land in a theme park. You just have a bunch of lands, but not only is- nobody going to them. <laughs> Police Academy. <laughs> yeah, Police Academy Land. When are we going there? They had a cartoon for that too, Rachel. <laughs> Mahoney the Ride. Yeah. <laughs> Always yeah. ends in a chase yeah. through something. But you know, th- isn't he the one doing the riding? <laughs> He's the one loading the cars. <laughs> um, but no, they kind of support what Zeke was saying. Though I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, just because I, I think part of what made Avatar such a success. Wasn't I mean? Wasn't necessarily even because it was such a good movie. It was because it was the first movie to really take advantage of new 3D effects. Yes, you're right. Um, new technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the new you're technology right. where 3D became big again. That started with Avatar and the beauty of being able to because it is a beautiful movie. It absolutely is. But um, as far as the story goes, like, and I've made this point several times in this podcast. I I can't remember the name of a single character. Um, that that was in the movie. I, what I what I remember is more than anything the the scenery and the CGI work. I remember the actors, a few of the actors that way. Papa Smurf was in it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Smurfette. There you go. Um, good lord. Uh, I I think one of them looked like the Michael Jackson wolf cat character from Thriller. But blue. <laughs> and you know, that's another point, though. If they have Avatar Land, those aliens are like eight feet tall. That was naked. Cho- yeah, that and was scared children. <laughs> that was scared children. I just remember the tree. Go ahead, sweetie. Go stand by the half-naked blue person. Yeah. No. With the loincloth. Don't yeah. look up and get too close. But isn't that the whole purpose of Animal Kingdom? To scare children? <laughs> beware the poachers. Beware the loggers. Beware <laughs> the, the alligators. Dino Land. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall in the alligator Watch out paddock. Watch the Yeti. Yeah, 
When you stand by the blue person, yeah, it's people. all about scaring children. Yeah, yeah, now now you avoid the naked blue people. <laughs> naked blue people. So okay, so good. Well, I'm glad to hear we're not alone on this uh, idea of not being exactly psyched about. Now, don't get me wrong; it's Disney. They'll they'll do a great job of it. You know, the, it'll be the best blue person attraction in the world. It's just the only thing we're questioning here is, you know, is it the best necessarily the best property in the world that they could have chosen to yeah. to continue with? They'll have to skillfully release those movies in and amongst the Star Wars movies that are coming out. I guess around the same time. Yeah, Look, like I could care less about Avatar Land, but that whole bioluminescent boat ride, I'm totally stoked I, about I'm doing curious, that. Yeah, I, yeah, I was stoked about. Oh doing yeah, that. it's going to be beautiful. You know, it's going to be beautiful. But I mean, again. There's so many other properties they could have chosen or they could have made such better attractions out of. That's, that's my only uh, issue with, uh, with Avatar Land. Well, I'm, I keep calling it Avatar Land. It's actually, the, I think the official announcement is it's going to be called Pandora the World of Avatar or something like oh, that. Oh, they're going to call it like Blue Land. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they did the mythical creature area instead. Thank oh, you. Oh, yes. that big yes. beast. Oh, yes. Beastly yeah. Kingdom. Uh, me and Zeke on the exact same page. Yeah, on this we've one. mentioned this several times on this show, man. Ah. Beastly Kingdom would be actually be pretty killer for you know, <sighs> just being able to have the dragon in the parks. Yeah. Like I mean, if you're gonna do an area where mythical creatures that shouldn't like dragons, unicorns, that kind of thing, they should be in there. Aliens have no place. <laughs> they already have aliens. They're going into Star Wars land. <laughs> Thank you very much. And yeah. we could do it like that. But uh, aliens don't really belong in Animal Kingdom. I can see the animals that exist, the animals that used to exist in the form of dinosaurs, and the animals that we never really exist. Exists. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, if you ever, if you never Googled the concept art for Beastly Kingdom, I mean that that was something exciting. Yeah, that, that would have been something. I mean, they have a was it a dragon in a logo? Yes, they have a dragon. Still have a dragon yep. in the logo. Not only reason, yeah. in the logo, but on the ticket booth. So you can go to the dragon. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I think they have like a unicorn or, or a dragon parking area as well. And if you cross, well, I mean, I think it's shut down now, but if you cross over the bridge, you can see the dragon in the mm-hmm. rock work uh, along that little river where they had the dragon's cave where he blew fire. Yeah, we used to be able to see it from that little boat ride they used yeah. to do. And, uh, oh, man, I'm, I, I'm so, that, you know, I was pre Deposed to not liking Avatar Land beforehand. I, I was, just wasn't a big fan of the movie to begin with. I thought it was a decent, decent enough movie, but nothing great. But spectacular visual effects, no doubt about it. But uh, considering we could have had Beastly Kingdom instead, yeah, it, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, like I said, they'll do a great job. Yeah. Aren't we just saying the same exact things they said after the first Star Wars came out before the second one did? And I'm not talking Star Wars 1 Phantom Menace. I'm talking the real Star Wars 1. Mm-hmm. But what it was renowned for was its amazing special effects and being the first to launch a lot of those things. Hmm. I was too so young we're to saying, hear those criticisms, I think. I was going to ask Zeke how old he was. That he, he's got, I was like very young. I don't really remember those criticisms. I just remember wanting the toys. Yeah, <laughs> I remember wanting the toys really bad as well. But I, I but. Hearing him say that, that is a valid criticism that the, the very first movie was more of a, uh, you know, it, it really didn't make a whole lot of sense in terms of story. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of a, a visual masterpiece, yeah, it actually it, it, it did well. But I don't know. I, Star Wars, it seemed to me like there was a, a richer... And Grant, we don't know where they're going to take uh, part two and part three of Avatar. So I, I guess I can't really speak to that. But um, all I can say is that uh, 
the the characters of Luke and Princess Leia and Han Solo um, resonated. You knew their names. You knew Darth Vader after you watched those movies. I don't know. Again, I, I I've seen that Avatar movie at least three times, and I can't think of a single name. Can, can, can anybody think of? I can't. I, I just remember the tree. I remember there being a big tree. Zoe Saldana was. I in remember it. Zoe Saldana. That's all you need. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, because uh, Zeke was making the point. It's like, uh, you know, wasn't that the same criticism level that Star Wars, which is a great point because Star Wars was. It wasn't exactly a masterpiece of storytelling, but at the same time, it, it was a visual masterpiece. However, I kind of felt like the characters of Luke and Han and Leia and Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, you remembered them when you saw that movie. I don't know that I remember anybody from Avatar without IMD being it or whatever. All right. Well, I mean, Star Wars is basically a pirate movie. I mean, that's what George Lucas' main influence was. I mean, mm-hmm. he liked like uh, Errol Flynn and all those different type of movies, but they had a whole bunch of them as opposed to just Avatar, which is mm-hmm. one movie. But yeah, you're right. I mean, can anybody name somebody? From I, I'm trying to think right now. Uh, Zeke, right? Anybody? Can you it was own? Fern Gully in movie form. <laughs> <laughs> Fern Gully, the Avatar. Man. Wow. Okay, and I, I think that is a difference. Is that you know again, like no one ran out of there saying, "I want to be alien blue person number three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like yep. I, when you talk about Avatar, you remember Sigourney Weaver, you remember Zoe Saldana, but you don't necessarily remember their characters or what their names were or who they were or how they fit. Like I know she died, but you yeah, there was a sergeant pretty. guy. I saw. I can't remember his yeah. name either. The sergeant dude. Yeah, I will be honest. I love Star Wars. But when I first saw Star Wars, and the first one I saw was Phantom Menace, lightsabers was all I, even when I, after I saw that, I went and watched the old ones. Mm -hmm. It was all about lightsabers. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's why I remembered it. If Avatar had lightsabers, (laughs) then I'd remember all the characters. Now, now, did you watch Avatar and you're like, I want to stick my hair into a creature and let him fly me around the land? I uh, honestly, I really don't care about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> That's honest. At all. That's honest. Like I could, <clears throat> I'm with I could you. At least out of out of it. Being a Disney podcaster, I will make myself care so I can inform others. But my own personal love for it. But in in the defense of Disney, they put it in my least favorite park, so it fits with all my least favorite things. <laughs> So they, it makes sense for them to put it there, yeah. Okay. You don't think uh, Animal Kingdom is, is... I've always found it to be the most beautiful park. It's not high on his list from listening to the shows. So it's yeah, yeah, beautiful I've park, heard, yeah. but I can go to... like Just like the water parks, I put it on tier with them. The water parks are cool and the theming's cool, but I've got water parks that I can have just as much fun around here. You know, I can... You know, going to the Boston zoos mm-hmm. or the New York zoos which I can do with, you know, not too long of a car ride. I'd rather go to those and it would just be just as amazing as Animal Kingdom and less crowded. I feel like it's things you can do other places rather than Magic Kingdom. I mean, there's just nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So I think that takes away from it. Yeah. Okay, so let's... And then... Oh, so let's what? I was gonna say, so let's 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 do it like this. So Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios in its current state? Hollywood Studios in its current state. It still has more rides. 
Really? That's, Dude, a, that's a, a tough call, on that man. podcast, we were doing the behind the fast passes, and we're like going through rides for Animal Kingdom, and we're like, like Hollywood Studios, and yes, they closed a bunch of rides, but uh-huh. even with what they didn't close, okay, there's still more going on there. Because I mean, what is there at Animal Kingdom? Well, there's Everest. There's Everest yes. dinosaur. Cali River Rapids. Yes. Dinosaur. Yes. Kilimanjaro. A bunch Saf- of shows. Kilimanjaro Safaris. Kilimanjaro Safari. Flights, Flights of Wonder. Guano Joe, man. No, he's right. Uh, I'll, I'll concede a bunch of yeah, shows. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. but uh, that Brian is a hidden World. treasure. Yeah. What, what was that? Hollywood Studios still has most of its shows. But and, they're, they're I mean, all... it's got, you know, Tower of Terror. It's got Toy Story Midway Mania. It's got Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster. Don't, don't count that ride. Wars that still. thing never works. <laughs> <laughs> Eli has yet to ride Rock and Roller Coaster because so it never works for you him. You really have the same amount. You have. Toy Story, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, Star Tours. Boom. Mm-hmm. Great ride. movie ride. Muppets. The great movie ride is not a ride. It's not. Yes, it is. I'm counting that really. That's sacrilegiously. <laughs> it's a ride. It has rides in it. So you have, five, you, have, you have five rides as opposed to four at Animal Kingdom. It's, they, they both have a bunch of shows. Oh, uh, Fantasmic. Huh? Uh, that's true. Fantasmic. That's a that's a great addition. That's a great way to spend an evening. But I mean, but like Rock and Roller Coaster does nothing for me. Toy Story Mania does nothing for me. But that's a personal preference. Yeah. But you know, in, in terms of weighing the rides, I mean, oh, tough to be a bug over at uh, yeah, Animal tough Kingdom. to be a bug. Oh, equals, the tree of life. I'd yeah. put that high up. I'd be in a dingy old theater that needs a renovation really bad <laughs> and get yeah, poked. But- with uh, a uh, you know, like getting poked a in your pokey thing in the back <laughs> that the foam is worn out, so now getting, you're just getting poked with a raw piece of metal. Getting poked by Jared. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, so but okay, but uh, uh, so uh, yeah, I'm not a twelve life. year old little girl, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs Life equals great movie ride. Was he talking about Jared there? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He wasn't yes. talking about tough to be a bug. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering the correlation. <laughs> it's tough to be either one. Tough to be a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. That must be a hard times. Tough to be in prison. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you know, yeah, look, this, this is a coin flip of me, but I, I just personal preference, I would go with Animal Kingdom just because I think the the rides over there are better. But having said that, you've gone a long way towards convincing me that there is actually more to do with the studios than we thought. But the studios were meant to be a full day park. The Animal Kingdom was meant to be a half day park. So it, it does kind of show how Animal s- Kingdom was not meant to be a half day park. They expect you to walk slowly through the trails. And but it closes the early. Yeah, then, it closes at five or six. There's more air conditioning in Hollywood Studios, so that is like the tiebreaker for me. Air conditioning, <laughs> air yeah, conditioning yeah. wins. Okay, I'll, I like that. Well, I hate on that. Animal Kingdom is just hot. It's <laughs> well, animals don't well, get air conditioning. I, I say well, that we're used to hot. Yeah, yeah. you do. They actually have air conditioned rocks yes. at Animal Kingdom to encourage them to stay out. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, Just yeah. the guests don't get air conditioning. The animals do. I want to find a rock. <laughs> <laughs> the rock that the lions are, that's how come they're out so much and they're always laying on those rocks. Uh-huh. The pride rock replica. That's because there's air conditioning over near there or it's a cooled rock. Yeah, I've heard that. That is Yeah, he, he's quite right about that. He couldn't it? give us chilled sheets on that uh, truck. Oh, you're talking well, about the, yeah, the... Like, air conditioning on the truck would be nice or even like a little fan. 
Like the UPS driver gets? Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> the bus driver? The UPS driver gets treated better than the Kilimanjaro Safari. You know, guess. I gotta admit though, I've never noticed that that part. They don't even get doors on the UPS trucks. <laughs> <laughs> but they get a fan. We don't. I've never noticed that park to be hot, but I guess if you're traveling in the summer months, it, it would be. It's hot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always go like in you know November, December, yeah. October, that kind of stuff. So I mean, I've never really you know noticed that, but I, that that's a great point to make. And, you know, for Northerners, yeah, it's I'm very, from very the hot. Northeast, yeah, and. I complain to Rachel when it hits 90 degrees here. <laughs> like, it is a heat wave, and we sell out so of air conditioners everywhere. And, <laughs> yeah, it's like people are dying because it's 90 degrees out. So, Florida in general is just, like, yeah. crazy hot. And then I go in August, which is the hot season. But then Animal Kingdom is, like, 20 degrees hotter than, like, the rest of Florida, the equator... <laughs> And like the seventh level of hell, and then you've got Animal <laughs> Kingdom heat. <laughs> so I don't imagine you're going to be planning a trip to New Orleans anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least not right now. <laughs> Rachel, does he complain a lot? Yeah, bring beads. Beads might counteract the heat. Oh yeah. The- oh yes, I I often hear that it was a. Uh, most of the time it's like an 80 degree day and I'm just like, oh, it must be so horrible. Must be nice. 104 <laughs> here, you know, whatever. <laughs> wow. Well, look, hey, I, I, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm, I'm sorry the heat, to, to hear that, uh, what you call it, um, the, the heat is, is a main factor, but it does make sense. And, and I, I, I respect that, man. So do we have any other reactions on that? What was that? You said Animal Kingdom versus Hollywood Studios? Animal Kingdom versus... Oh, well, Animal Kingdom, I don't know. To me, it's it, like in its current state, Animal Kingdom's a better park. But it depends, like, you know, I think all of Zeke's troubles are satisfied if he yeah. just doesn't travel in the summer. Yeah. I think all of his concerns are you taken know, care of. You know what it is? Animal Kingdom is as good as it's always been. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. Hollywood Studios is going down. So yeah. So you tend rapidly. to, yeah, you really tend to, to feel better, like, oh, Animal Kingdom is a better park right now. So, Zeke, if we agree that you just don't travel to Animal Kingdom during the summer months, are you okay then with Animal Kingdom? Don't get me. Don't get like I like either of them with the current state of Hollywood Studio that Uh much. I think Animal Kingdom I can be done with in two hours and move on with my day. Mm -hmm. And now Hollywood Studios is quickly becoming the the next thing, except now I have to go back to the studios to see Fantasmic at night. But it's like you could bang out both of those and a water park in a day. Mm-hmm. And still be like, wow, we didn't do much that day. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ouch. Man. Wow. <laughs> Zeke needs more for his, his, his money. Uh, and I respect that. I, I love that yeah. opinion. Yeah, he, he's not worried about the heat because he's cold as ice. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to suck in a like negative 50. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that got me mad. That's about the thing Disney did that made me... Like, that's the most pissed at Disney I've ever been. Because I like that? Disney. I roll with the punches. And I get very pixie duster-ish, as they call it sometimes. Because yeah. I'm a huge Disney fan. All the changes. But I don't think I can ever, like, forgive them for closing Disney Quest. And then the only thing that made it worse is they're building that shrine to LeBron James in its place. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't I, know if I should say anything. Look, <laughs> I'm with him on that. I, I, You're just I, not a LeBron fan. I, I, yeah, I don't like LeBron James. I mean, we did a whole thing on the NBA experience. Uh, on a few shows back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 But ESPN's version of NBA is LeBron. It's not like – and LeBron is a talented athlete and is <laughs> one of the best of his generation. However, I'm not personally a fan of him, but I don't have anything against him. Mm-hmm. But ESPN, like, is, and we're going on sports here, but ESPN, which is Disney, is yeah. madly in love with LeBron James and Tim Tebow. Yes. Like, that the, is true. the two people ESPN has man crushes on. That's absolutely Not true. Not Tim Tebow anymore. Oh, he's back. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say. Oh, God, back. yeah. He is back. Eagles. Oh. With a vengeance. They brought him back just so <laughs> yeah. they could ESPN him. And now they're going to probably tear down a water park and a golf course it's a verb. to build the Tebow Shrine somewhere. It's, wow. It's, it's a verb now. ESPN. I'm like, it's it. I love it. He's Tebowed in ESPN. All right, guys. We're going to put a little pin into this discussion here. Um, when, when doing this show and, and doing a little editing with this stuff, man, it looked like we came out with two incredible segments that we're going to split into two different hubs. Uh, so, of course, this one where we talk about Star Wars and about theme parks and stuff. And so the next one, uh, tune into uh, MOW number 91. Uh, we talk about Toy Story and we get into a lot of Marvel talk. You know, Zeke and Eli kind of go back and forth and Daddy gets in with a little bit of Marvel talk. So stay tuned for that and check that out. Uh, should be a really interesting show. So hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, so the BTM Podcast, guys, you can catch them at btmpodcast.com. Uh, you can catch their podcast, and you can also find them on Twitter at BTM Podcast. Uh, we'll have all those links in the show notes, so if you want to go ahead and support Zeke and Rachel over there at that show, um, we would appreciate it. I'm sure they would appreciate it, and uh, you'll get to hear them again next week. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. All right, guys, here we are in guest services. we got a couple of things to take care of here. Uh, first up, I kind of want to give a mention to one of my former students uh, that just recently graduated. Uh, he's now part of the Walt Disney World College program. Um, his name is Chase Lede, and I want to just give him a quick little shout-out. He's uh, out, He has a blog. He's going to start a blog. He just started, like, maybe yesterday he, or two days ago. He arrived in Orlando. And, you know, he's documenting his adventures in the Walt Disney World College program. So if you, this is something you've always wanted to do and participate, maybe this is something you can kind of follow him in on his blog. Uh, I've been seeing his pictures on Facebook and stuff. He just went through tra- traditions today. So for those that don't know traditions, that's like, the, you know, the, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better word, initiation or tra- initial training to be part of the uh, Disney company. And when you're working for it, you learn about you know, the traditions, you know, the, why things are the way, the way they are and just a little bit of the history and everything else about the company. So he, uh, he's been posting pictures of that. He's got a picture of his name tag and everything else. So um, if you see a guy named Chase from uh, Louisiana, Thibodeau, Louisiana, um, that's, that's probably my guy there. So definitely give him a shout out. I'll post a link in the show notes of his blog. Um, but yeah, I'll be definitely keeping a track and seeing how he's going to be posting some videos and whatnot and some pictures on his blog about his, his experience through this semester's college program. So uh, congratulations, Chase, on being chosen. Glad you're down there. Hope you have a great experience. Who's next? Our right, next thing is up. We, uh, we kind of want to mention something from one of our Moeekins. Uh, we're talking about Dr. Moeekin. Moeekin. Oh, Jesus. You do it every time. 
We're talking mm-hmm. about Dr. Mohukin. Eli, you want to you want to kind of toss it to you? You want to just say a little something that we we're not to give away any de- details uh, and stuff, but we just want to we know you're going through some things, you know. Yeah, we just want to send a shout out and uh, hope uh, things are going good for your uh, your family. So you know, from our uh, family to yours, yeah, our family to yours, from our yeah. tribe, our tribe yeah. to your family. Yes. You know, uh, yeah, keep yeah. chin up. All right, guys, you know what that music means. It's time for us to wrap up this show. And it was a fun show, and I hope you enjoyed it. But here's a couple of business things, guys. Look, www.magicourway.com is the best place to find everything regarding the show. Our social media areas where you can find us, you know, so for anything from Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, you can find us there. We also have our RSS feed that you can link it to. If you don't want to subscribe via iTunes or Stitcher or anything like that, uh, you can find our RSS feed right there and do it, do however you want to do with that, man. I have no idea what you do with just a plain RSS feed. I do everything for iTunes or Switcher, but uh, Stitcher, sorry, but uh, whatever works. Um, so anyway, a couple ways to get in touch with us, guys. Look, gmail.com is one of the best ways to shoot us an email. We also have a SpeakPipe, guys. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash magicourway. Or we have a widget on our website. So if you go to our website, www.magicourway.com, on the right-hand side of the page, you'll see a little button. Click on that tab, and you'll be able to send us an instant voicemail, guys. And also, we have a new number that we want to let you know, guys. We got 1-815-MAWEEKEN, guys. That is 1-815-MAWEEKEN. That is 669-4226, guys. This number is really special. The Harambe number is, is going by the way, so don't worry about that one. Update your phones to this one. Uh, you can call, leave a voice message, or you can even text us. If you're one for texting, maybe you're in the middle of a job meeting and you're bored and you, or you came up with a thought and you say, hey, I want to send this to the guys, you can text us right then and there and we'll get it and we'll read it on the next show. So not only can you do a voicemail like you used to do with the old Harambe number, now you can text us from your, your own device, whatever, whether it be your laptop or your phone. So 1-815-MAWEEKEN, 669-4226. Yes, it's an Indiana number, but that's the only one I could find that could give me a weekend. So uh, <laughs> very easy way to remember it. And of all, of course, we want to, you know, we want to thank the two guys that are always on the show with us. Uh, for, uh, Eli www.ivorycomics.com man you want to tell the listeners a little bit what's going on in your life oh yeah uh nothing but podcasting working and drawing baby that's all it is so uh just got the projectation book out yeah like you just said yeah uh got the facebook page if anybody wants to go and place orders they can you know find me there or send it to you guys or if you want me on twitter it's at Hancock uh, 166. Hancock, just like Will Smith. It is. <laughs> At Hancock. Guys, look, look, the, 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 the graphic novel, $5, man. Come on. Five bucks. You yes. can buy it, digital download for $2. That's great. But you're going to be missing something if you don't get the hard copy. What are they going to be missing, Eli? They're uh, going to be missing a series of comic strips uh, that uh, both Danny and I worked on uh, called The Floodgates. So you get like uh, extra four to five pages of that, as well as basically uh, two issues of a comic book. So it's it's really a great value for the amount of work that was put in it. I mean, that's like three years. Uh, well, I guess counting the strip, that would be like six years, you say, that, you know, has been spent to yeah. make the book. And it's mere five dollars. So, mere you know, $5, mere dude. $5, the anniversary of Katrina, 10th anniversary. Trying to look out we for the people. We got the floodgates. We got the Project Geisha. 
That's right. You ain't trying to break nobody's pocket. Just trying to say, hey, about a little support here, people. I love it. Do that. Do that. And if 20 of you guys do it, Eli's hosting the show. I am hosting yep. the you show. You got a month. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So it's on you, uh, Fish on Woo. Yeah, everybody that wants to blow it up, hey. On you, Listener X, go ahead. Get the word out. Get those get those sales up. And That's right. uh, Eli has agreed that if that happens, he will host this show. I will host this show. That's some big shoes to fill, yeah. but it'll be you know, epic. It'll be epic. I'm a size 13, so I'll do what I can. You can it. do it. You can do Despite it. Despite what y'all might think, we're not holding Eli back. Eli chooses not to host. <laughs> yeah. I he doesn't want that responsibility, but he will. Because the tribe says so. Yes. That's right. That's right. But, but you only buy the book. That's, that's right. That's, that's, my, that's, the, that's like my end of the tradition to your, you know, Guys, what do they him say a, to me. So. Do, do him a solid and get the book. Yeah. $5. You know. it's Christmas is around the corner. You want the buffalo skin? You got to go hunting. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hunt the buffalo. Get the book. And always, we want to thank Lee. Lee, you want to tell the listeners what's going on in your life? Yeah, guys. Again, thank y'all for so much for your support, getting me in the top 20. Let's go for the top 20 this month, too. If you want to book a trip, call me at 832-570-5490. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com, or you can hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash travel. L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And hopefully, we will get to meet some of you uh, guys personally in november because whether or not kevin gets permission from the wife to go <laughs> or not will, remains to be seen but i will be there regardless so i would like to meet any of you guys that, that can come out in november absolutely so guys uh you know always y'all we thank you for listening to the show we know have a lot of choices we, we you know they're great choices and we appreciate you supporting any of us in the Dizzy fan community, especially us, one little favor you can, man, go to iTunes or wherever you download the show where you can leave a rating and a review and leave us one of those, man. We'll read it on the show air. We'll definitely thank you. It keeps us relevant. It keeps us at the top of the search engines when people are looking for Disney shows. Um, just, yeah, support a kind word for us. Support a kind word for our friends and you know anything, man. Uh, we just thank you and appreciate you guys for downloading the show. And um, also, too, if you want to support the show, uh, we have an Amazon link on our website. Uh, you go down there on the right-hand side of the page, you'll see Amazon. When you go and shop it online, especially if it's Amazon, click on that link. It'll take you right back to Amazon. Very, very easy. And you can continue shopping as it is. And we get credit for a little bit of credit for off of your purchase. Amazon gets a little bit of something, uh, gives a little something to us. And it helps us pay for everything that we got to do to keep our show running, man. And also, too, buy some T-shirts, man. Represent the Moican Nation. Whether it's Walt Disney World or Disneyland or actually the real world, man, go support us. If you go to Shanghai Disneyland, bring a shirt there, man. Take a picture. We'll put you up on the website and you'll forever be, uh, um, you know, immortalized. Remember, immortalized on our webpage and our Facebook. So, yeah, a lot of design. There's about four designs up there, four or five designs up there. You can get it on the shirt. You know, we got the V-necks for the ladies. I know Dr. Mohukin uh, wanted us to have some V-necks, so we put some V-necks up there. Uh, so we got that going on. You can get a, some coasters to put your beer on. So that way, every time you take a sip, you think of us. That's right. You know what the good thing is? Is all the art is in-house. Exactly. Yeah. All in-house. We don't go to Fiverr. We don't get somebody else to buy it. We, Danny does it, you know, and he paints it. He does all the things. He's coming up with more designs coming up soon. I know that you're going to want to get. And once you see this next design he's got coming up, man, and, you know, maybe in the near future, if you happen to run into us in parks, we'll have some little lithographs or little posters for you, you know, signed by the man himself. So you can have an original <laughs> lawless you know, hanging in your Disney studio. You know? That's what everyone needs. That's right. Just what everyone needs, guys. Mm -hmm. 
On that note, on behalf of Lee and Eli, my name is Kevin. And I'm Daniel. Magic out. <laughs>